Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Megan Gilger, and welcome to the Fresh Exchange Podcast. Hi, friends. We are here today to talk about the very important conversation about chickens and winter. This can also be a very divisive topic. I know it's not like those things that we're currently faced with right now about, you know, vaccines and sickness and things like that. But in the world of chicken ownership, how we care for our chickens in the winter I have learned is a very divisive topic. So I'm going to give my own thoughts as somebody who's made it through a winter, relatively mild winter, and then we can go from there. But I will talk about other opinions and other thoughts about ways to care for them because just like anything in life, it's good to know your options and make the decision that is good for you. And having the right information in front of you and understanding things is the most important place to start with this. So it can be hard to find those things sometimes, but I am not here to sell you anything out of this situation. I want you to have the most enjoyable experience with your chickens. So, and with the winter season, right? That's my goal. So I'm going to tell you how to do that, what you need to care about, what you don't need to care about and everything. So if you have chickens and you're about to endure winter with them, or you've done it for a long time, you might find great information here or things you already know. But either way, I hope that it's really helpful that it gets you feeling less overwhelmed with the preparation. So we're just going to jump in because there's quite a few things to cover and I don't want to have a really long podcast for you guys today because last week's was so long. So first of all, the big thing we need to understand about chickens, that one of my friends that was in our chicken, everything you need to know about chickens podcast, I interviewed two of my friends who are on my chicken hotline text chain. and she reminded me, she's a doctor and not a veterinarian, but a doctor. And she reminded me that 
that chickens are basically reptiles. So they have extremely like high heartbeats and they can endure colder temps, especially if you have cold, hardy birds, super important that you have cold, hardy birds. If you live in an area that gets freezing temps consistently, we're talking about real winter, you need cold, hardy birds. Sometimes we can get really fantasizing about these beautiful ornate, amazing looking birds that lay incredible colors of eggs, but they don't do really well in cold weather. So we need these birds that understand how to molt and put on new feathers that are going to create a really great insulated body for them throughout the winter. So before we even start, I want to take some of the anxiety out of this conversation by just saying that. I need you to see that you have a reptilian animal that knows how to handle this cold weather. Okay. So let's start there. These are not dogs that have been bred to be inside and sit by a warm fire. These are animals that are designed to handle this weather. Okay. That said, when we mess with their natural system of understanding that, they themselves then become dependent on those things. So this is why we don't want to heat the coop. It's one of like four reasons, but basically if you're thinking about heating your coop, you don't need to. The only situation where I would say maybe is, (laughs) is if you're really seeing that you're going to be like below negative 10 for a long period of time. In that situation, I am not sure. That is worth researching and even connecting with other local chicken owners to see what they do. But the other concern we have with heating chickens in their coop is that they actually, well, one, it will mess with their natural heating system in their own bodies because they fluff their feathers, they trap air underneath their feathers, and their feathers are hollow inside, so it creates a natural insulation And you'll see that their feathers actually change in winter. Um, And those birds are really prepared for that weather that way. And so they trap all that air in there. They warm it up with their bodies. And then they got this like a little furnace around them. And they're really happy. And then on top of that, you can put them inside. You know, you put like heavy, thick pine bedding in for them. And they ruffle into it. And they create insulation at night. And it does everything they need to stay warm through the depths of winter. So there is no need to heat them. Now, you do need to insulate and protect the airflow in your coop. This means that you need to have proper ventilation out of the top somewhere. Like for us, our eaves aren't totally closed in, so there's plenty of airflow. The reason we want the airflow is we don't want moisture to build up in the coop because then we could have frostbite issues on their wattles and combs and everything. So we don't want that. And this is definitely a way to keep that insulation right for them. So you want to make sure there's proper ventilation. You want to make sure that there's enough deep bedding, um, pine, Bedding works really well. You can put sand on the bottom and you can do the deep bed method where you just layer sand, pine, straw. You can mix all of those things over and over and over and over again throughout the winter. And I would say add fresh bedding once a week, but don't feel like you have to clean it out. Even if there's a lot of poop, which there will be, you will want to just keep laying and laying and laying. And then in the spring, once it's warm, 
get rid of all that and start anew. And in fact, like you can just keep going with that bedding for quite a while. The deep bedding method is really fascinating. So, um, you can look into that if you're interested. The other thing that reason we don't want to insulate the coop is that it can create a fire hazard. We have pine, dry pine shavings in a coop. And before you know it, that heat lamp gets really, really, really hot. And you're going to have a coop up in flames um, and your chickens will no longer be. So we don't want that situation to happen. And you can ask many chicken owners that they probably have heard these stories. So don't feel bad about your chickens. Just give them all the bedding they need, everything they need around them, and they're going to do really well. The next thing is that because of this heat that they're going through, that they're creating in their bodies, they're going to need additional food and water. So some of the great things that we can do, this is also part of keeping them busy, which we'll get into, is you can ferment grains for them. You can buy grains in bulk at farm stores and things like that. And you can feed them, you can soak them and ferment them for 48 hours in warm water and then take them out to them strained. And they love them. This helps them generate a lot of heat in their bodies and it gives them a warmer treat than what they're getting out of their, you know, normal food that they're pecking. So you want to make sure there's plenty of that, bring them plenty of food scraps for their run. Um, you can even heat up some corn and give that to them. There's plenty of things that you can do. So don't feel like you, you can't like you, like there isn't something you can do to help them. You absolutely can. And then you want to keep plenty of water, which leads me to, you've got to keep their water heated. Now the heating system for watering your chickens is very different than a heater for your chicken coop. The water heater basically keeps your water just above freezing so that it keeps it from getting a crust of ice. Because if it gets a crust of ice, very unlikely that your hens are going to get enough water. So you want to make sure that you have a heated water uh, water for your chickens. I have a whole list where I went and like compared all of them and chose some of the best ones and gave you a lot of options. I'll link to that if it's helpful if you're looking for things. Um, it has a lot of information about that. I'll also link in the show notes to another post is kind of like everything you need to know about backyard chickens because it kind of highlights some of this stuff as well as a past episode where we talked about chickens as well. Because all of that I think would be really helpful if you're like feeling some of this. Um, the next thing is, is like you really want to keep your hen busy because they're probably used to foraging. They're used to like kind of having the lay of the land, at least ours are. When winter hits, they don't like to walk in the snow as much, and so they don't go as far. So you can shovel their run and remove the snow and even build walls or things like that to keep the snow out of portions of their run, but it's definitely something you got to think about because what happens is, is when they don't have enough activity, they start taking it out on each other, and before you know it, you have one hen that's getting a lot of pecking, and harm done to them and it can get pretty brutal in there. So some things that are helpful are like seed blocks. Um, you can add your compost pile into, that was one of my friend's suggestion. Thanks, Adrian. Um, and I thought that was brilliant. You can move your compost pile in there. It gives them lots of projects to do. Uh, you can take them plenty of kitchen scraps every night and you just want to keep giving them activity 
activities. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but they need something to do. If you don't, if you have a run that's getting a lot of snow, they're not going to be as active. So to, and you want to like discourage that sort of activity because when you get a chicken who is a little bit bloody, chickens are carnivores. <laughs> so they will take it upon themselves to, um, enjoy what is in front of them, so to speak. Um, I'll leave that up to your imagination. So we don't want that happening. Obviously the other thing you want to do in order to decrease any harm to your hens during the winter, because that can be the hardest point is make sure that they are well dusted. As you know, if you've had chickens, they love to dust bathe. They dust bathe almost one or two times a day. It is a super important part of their hygiene because it's actually how they stay clean and stay pest resistant. And so making a box that has sand, like play sand and diametaceous earth or DE, you may see that this keeps pests out of the sand, first of all, the DE does and spiders. And then it also will like give your hens this like protective element. We got lice really bad last year and I didn't do this. And so I had no idea, new chicken owner. And we dealt with lice, like we still kind of like have a little bit of an issue, but for the most part, it's gone now. So that's really key. In terms of their food too, you will also want to add in some key things and into their water. So we want to up their nutrient level. So we feed our hens a mix of a organic feed, like pellet feed from um, Blaine's Farm and Fleet. And then a mix, and then we add in grubbly feed as well. Those two combined make a really good mix of a lot of things for the hens. And then we add in a scoop of kelp meal to their food. And I know that sounds fancy, but you don't need a lot, like just a good handful tossed in, mixed into the big bucket of food. And what this does is it ups all the nutrients in their body and really makes them resistant to pests, which is awesome. And it makes them really hardy through the winter. It makes for the great eggs that some of them will lay. You're not going to get as many. We'll get into that in a second. But um. And then adding ACV to like apple cider vinegar and even a touch of Bronner soap into your water, it sounds gross to you, but it keeps them really resistant to pests as well. It makes it a non-conducive environment for pests to annoy them. So doing these things, they were suggestions from a local farmer and she's completely right because it has worked. Our hens look amazing. They're very healthy now compared to what they were, you know, when we came out of winter last year and with all the lice. So I really suggest it. So then let's get into eggs because here's the other thing. Many people get chickens because they want the eggs, but just like women, women go through phases and cycles where we don't maybe produce fertile eggs or, you know, our, our bodies focus on other things. And this is true of chickens as well. Why would we think they're any different? So when we add a heat lamp or alternative lighting, like even Christmas lighting in there that's running during a darker period of the day, uh, what we're doing is we're messing with the cycle of the hen. And this degrades the life of the hen, first of all, 
because hens will live longer if they go through their natural cycles. And, um, it can be really like, it can mess with them. Just like when women take birth control, how it can mess with hormones, the light actually messes with the hen's hormones. So depending on how you perceive your chickens, this is something to think about. And for us, I have our chickens as much for eggs as I do for my helpers out in like out on the land. Like our regenerative model of rebuilding everything around here is completely like up to them. And so they're a huge part of that for us. So even if we don't get eggs through the winter months, we still very much enjoy them. We see them as a massive part of our ecosystem out here. So I don't, we do not light our hens. And that is one of the most divisive conversations in hen ownership is do you light them or don't you? And like I said, the information is really important to understand that if we can think about them in terms of who we are, like what happens when we take birth control and how it messes with us and changes things and our rhythms, you know, to understand that helps it make a little more relatable as a human to what maybe the hen may be going through. So it is up to you if you feel like, you know, I want my eggs throughout the whole winter. You may just have to understand that like your hen may not have as healthy of a life, like, and they may not live as long. And so you may be getting hens more often because of that. And so you might need to think every two to three years of getting more chickens and bringing them in. But if that isn't a big deal to you, then, you know, it, I mean, for me, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I can go buy some eggs if I need them, or maybe we just go without eggs for, you know, two to three months until they pick back up again. Many people will also save the eggs. You can freeze them like an individual container. So, you know, like, okay, this is one egg, two eggs, three eggs, and you can put them into containers to understand, okay, this is, and you use them for baking. That's one way to do it. You can also, you know, create batch like quiches or things like that to enjoy eggs throughout that time where your hens are not producing. So there's lots of options when it comes to that. You know, I think you decide what is best for you and your flock as always. But um, yeah, I hope that's helpful information because when I looked at it that way, I started realizing like, oh, I believe in natural rhythms and things. So why would I ask anything else of my chickens? And it made a lot more sense to me. Finally, the thing that people ask a lot is like, what about these like deep cold moments? And I kind of mentioned some of this, but basically what you want to do is you just, if, if you're coming into a really cold period, like we usually get one or maybe two weeks where we're really cold, like below, like 10 or below, you can cover the windows with fabric, um, to kind of create more insulation. You can, um, cover the door of the run, like our, our, um, door that goes out of the coop, it is automatic. So we can shut, like change the, um, time on it. So maybe it's only open for two hours out of the day. So it's not getting really cold. And we do it during the height of the day, like the warmest point in the day, which would be the 10 degrees. And then it closes back up again. you can do all sorts of different things. Doesn't have to just be, you know, one way or the other, but the main thing is like, making sure they have plenty of food, making sure they have somewhere to dust bathe, 
keeping them content and busy and then just, you know, checking in on them. It's really important making sure there's no opportunity for pests. Cause if you're, or not pests, but like, um, anything that can get them like foxes, weasels, uh, bears, even raccoons, all these things we want to keep out. They're going to be looking for things. So bears are obviously sleeping, but the other animals are not. So you really, really want to watch and make sure that there's, they're not being targeted. And I have a lot of information on how to protect your coop in our coop post, which I'll also link to. All this stuff should be super helpful as a new chicken owner. If you have further questions though, you guys are more than welcome to shoot me a message. If I don't have the answer, I will help you find it. But for the most part, if you've built a really great coop, you've built a really great run, you can create a really awesome environment for your chickens for winter and they're going to thrive because if you have great cold hardy birds, my bet is they won't like just enjoy, like they won't just survive winter, they'll enjoy it. So our hens do not like the hot weather up here on the hill. They start panting at 75 degrees. So they actually enjoy this cooler weather and I feel like as long as I do all these things, they are really thriving. So I hope you guys find the same. Until next time, my friends, I will see you out there. P.S. Have a happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.